0: Wow! So, here it is. Here it is. This is just going to be a stream of consciousness. Um, a stream of consciousness that I want to express. I got a lot of things in my mind right now. So, when I when I first started to when I first started to. Um, To think about doing a podcast I knew that there were a couple of elements that I wanted to start with and what I should probably start with first is introducing myself how can I explain all who I am Um, that might be a little difficult I feel like I've lived not really a lot of different lives but I've done a lot of different things in those lives and I've lived in different places have all brought out things within me so my name is Helise Smalden that is my given name that's the name that I went through life with for the first let's say 30 years of my life Um, around the age of i maybe 30 31 32 I changed my name to star and that kind of brought some different opportunities for me I changed my name to star because I have nude pictures online (laughs) and I didn't want to have to hide that so I just hid myself I I gave myself a new name Um, I was going to go work in the education field and I decided that I wanted um, to be able to kind of move freely in that world so I was very adamant about the fact that people should call me star Um, One of the first people in my life to really cement that and call me Star is someone who is very beautiful and important in my life. Um, I call him my partner, I call him my friend. I've called him many things, but above all, he's just, he's someone who I know will be in my life for all of my life, and he's a beautiful person. So he kind of kicked it off and said, oh, Star, I love it, you know, and he kind of just started introducing People who I really didn't know very well yet. He was kind of acclimating me to where I live right now. And he kind of helped me come out into the world as that person. All right. And I'm driving right now. So if you hear driving sounds, don't be alarmed. So I just decided, you know, I'm going to download the Anchor app. I'm just going to record. And um, so the first podcast that I've ever recorded, if I can remember correctly, was with me and a friend of mine named Calvin. He's got a podcast called The Melancholy Guy where he talks about being an open polyamorous black man who struggles with addiction. Or maybe the struggle with addiction is going to be covered in a different podcast. Not really sure about that, but that was in 2013. After that, me and my partner got together and he helped me record a pilot episode of what I wanted to call at the time the dirty 30 Club Um, I was really adamant about wanting to try to capture a period of life that seemed very difficult for many people to navigate Especially in this new day and age. You know, Jay-Z said 30 is the new 20. And I'm like, yo, he was right. Because, you know, in my human development class, I studied that we're kind of going through a prolonged period of adolescence. Of young adulthood. And we haven't really prepared for that. Um, It's hard to tell the difference now between a 30-year-old and a 20-year-old. I get mistaken for a 20-something all the time, and I'm 35 years old, or so they say. (laughs) Um, So I wanted to explore that unique period of life, and I think that that can still be incorporated into it, but I just don't want to call it the Dirty 30 Club anymore because I just... I want to simplify what I want to do. So my new idea for a podcast is to, you know, I have a really good friend of mine. We've been friends for years and throughout the years, our friendship has grown immensely. I can't wait to tell the story of how we met, how we got together, you know, while she's actually on the line with me. But we wanted to do a podcast recording some of our conversations about relationships, men. And again, this period of life that we call thirties. So, We didn't come up with a title yet. All I know is that I want to get personal. And there are many people who I meet and talk to. And I want to let this podcast, however form it may come in, to be an opportunity and a platform for me to continue the thing that I used to do and love and used to make me feel so freaking alive when I was in New York, which was Talk to Strangers. Um, I think there's someone who's fairly successful with a podcast series called Coffee with strangers. Um, she kind of blew it up in a sense. Um, but I just like I'm I'm learning to love simplicity. So I would like to call this podcast personal. I don't know if anyone already has that name, but I like it for right now. Um oh, another iteration of a podcast I did was one single uh freestanding episode where I facilitated some conversations around sex, love, and relationships. And I used that as a final project for my human sexuality class. So, you know, I've been doing this, but I haven't been doing it consistently. But I I do love the art form. And these days, many art forms cannot be, cannot literally exist without technology. So it's almost like, you gotta love the technology. Um, and it seems like Anchor is making it so easy to, to do. And they're not sponsoring this. I would love a sponsorship. Um, I would love to know how that works. But I, you know, my friend Calvin just said, oh, if you want to record a phone conversation, that's how you can do it. You can use Anchor I and mean, you can record that as your podcast. I'm like, yay. So, yeah, recording in progress. Okay, so we're still going. Um, Today and yesterday was very interesting for me. My mother is in the hospital. And do not be alarmed. She is fine. She had to undergo a hip replacement surgery. And while they were operating, they found that her thigh bone was broken. And so they had to repair that as well. It's really funny because I i never considered me and my mom close but maybe we are closer than other people's um than other people mother-daughter relationships but we don't have that relationship where we're like friends i mean she's cool but she's very much my mother she's not my friend you know what i mean and I, i think that's good and healthy but I've seen relationships between mother and daughter where they can operate more like friends or where they're just so close that, you know, the the daughter calls the mother mommy or they're just, they're just more like friends. I don't know. I think for a long time I felt, I have felt under, uh, misunderstood by my mom and I feel like her and I are so different in every way um, that... I guess that's what has not made me feel close, but when I tell you, for the past two days, I have felt so aware, alert, and almost on edge, almost to the point of being stressed out because I'm thinking about my mom, and I'm not upset. I I would say a year ago today, or even six months ago, I probably would have felt it more. But I've been processing it pretty well. But it is difficult to see your parents change mentally and physically. And I'm working on being someone who I feel can contribute in a financial way to whatever's happening. Now, there hasn't been any need, you know, thank God, in terms of like the medical issues, like creating some kind of crazy bills because they're all covered but you still get that feeling of like you know it goes back to you know I'm not where I want to be not where I want to be in life so I'm going to essentially it's you're guilting yourself and beating yourself up for not being where you want to (laughs) be you know and it doesn't help it really doesn't help Um, come to find out a lot of people feel like this and when they do some people are reaching out. Some people go to therapy. I'll talk about my therapy experience a little later. But it's a very real feeling to feel like you are useless. And and let me tell you, I, I, I know it's a trick of the ego. Like, I know that it's not true. But you still feel really, really like, okay, dang. Like, I'm not really where I want to be. Um... It's fine, though. Like, anytime I've ever kind of, like, brought this up, so I was like, oh, you know, you're fine, you're fine. And so, I, I mean, I have had to replace a lot of negative thoughts with the good ones that tell me. Every day I'm working towards becoming a better me. You know, life is good, I love myself. Like today, I will say, every day I try to wake up and immediately flood my brain with truth. Even when I wake up and (laughs) go straight to my phone and check emails and things like that. Today I did not do that. Today I did not flood my brain with truth. Either a video of affirmations, Um, A video of a spiritual class or a prayer just talking with God no I let those thoughts that were all backed up from last night just flood my brain today and I let it happen I didn't try to get out of it I didn't try to do anything to get out of it so yeah that was on me that was kind of on me like I kind of let my thoughts go awry today and I thought by just j- diving into work that that was going to be the end of it. That that was gonna be, like I'm fine because I'm waking up and the sun is out and I'm, gonna, I'm just feeling fine. But no, like, I don't care what happens. Like, it's hard to see your mother in, the, in a hospital bed. Even if you know she's doing fine. I mean, she just looked small. You know, and she, um, it's very possible that she could have lost weight in those couple of days. Also, um, it reminded me of seeing my grandmother who was so frail, um, when we went to go see her in the hospital. So that was hard. And just remembering what it did to my mom and and how she was affected by seeing her mom go through that. So these are some of the thoughts and the emotions. And it's like I'm not talking to anybody in particular. like I know that someone out there is hearing me and I know that what I'm saying is very relatable to certain people. Um, but I still feel like like I'm doing this for me, you know? Like these words have got to come through me anyway because I'm like, I just got to get them out. I have to get these thoughts out. So potting, as my friend calls it, uh, my friend Calvin, who's been doing this for a minute, you know, I want to say since the 90s, but that's probably not true, since the late 90s, early 2000s, it's probably not true, but since the 2010s at least, he's been potting, and potting is, is I think, really therapeutic, so it helps me get thoughts, and it helps me get thoughts and feelings and emotions out like this, um, wow, Kind of reaching an endpoint. therapy therapy has helped um a little bit about my therapy journey so i did start therapy i think in the year 2018 i'm continuing it to this day i was on and off i'm on my second therapist my first therapist i feel got me to a certain point she was great in terms of listening she was great in terms of instilling the importance of planning And she gave me a diagnosis of ADHD. Official or unofficial, I don't know. Like, I don't know if she put it on the books or not, but she told me I had the traits of it, and that changed my freaking life. Because in this period of prolonged adolescence, I felt like people were moving out of theirs faster and seemingly with more ease than I was. But every once in a while, I'd find that person that seemed to be a little bit... um, like me, you know, very artistic, creative, fun um, but just had something about them that seemed different like they couldn't quite get it together and and I felt like I I was like that. Now, that may not be so apparent to people on the outside it may not be obvious but it was obvious to me that I wasn't where I wanted to be in life so um yeah, I went ahead and got a therapist and It was beneficial to me but eventually I found that there were things I wanted to explore and there were questions like I wanted to be asked questions and that wasn't happening and then so now you know eventually I found out she wasn't in my network anymore insurance wise so I found someone who kind of specializes in ADHD now and asks questions and I really feel more integral to the process of what is actually happening, um, and the kind of things that we discuss. So far, I've seen him twice, and he he gives great sesh. He gives great sesh. You know, we have a great session. Um, it's organized, it's structured, but I'm the one who's kind of guiding it. And he gives a lot of resources lots and lots of information on ADHD provided me with the whole freaking library on it I thought that was pretty interesting I'm happy about that so I'm happy with my experience with therapy it gives me the opportunity to kind of do this right here plus the therapist has had experience with um, with people who who have my same experience dealing and living with ADHD, which is something that's going to come up a lot in this podcast. (laughs) I have no plans. I have no plans. I have no idea how often I'm going to be doing this. I've got to get with my friend to see when do we think that we can start making these podcasts um, a regular thing. Right now, I wonder if there's anybody who pods every day. I think people might do it as a challenge, like do a podcast every day for 30 days like a 20 minute one or 30 minutes for 30 days that sounds like a good good challenge to do just to get it consistent. I know I need to go back to some affirmations because I think that even though I'm coping better than I would have at a different time in my life with a stressful or worrying situation like this my perspective has healed however flooding my mind with the truth in the morning. The truth which is we are love, that everything is gonna be fine. No matter what happens, every all is well. That probably would have been even more helpful for me. And there's nothing wrong with feeling tired, but oh, you know what else? Okay, so I woke up and immediately decided to take this like social media like Instagram class. Probably not the right age That's probably it probably wasn't the kind of energy because when I got on there, the woman who was doing the class had a kind of a off-putting attitude. Like she was a little bit insulting to people. I don't know. Something about it didn't sit right with me. And then when I went to go look up reviews on her, and I'm not gonna shout her out because that to me, um, I just I'm, that's just not who I am because I feel like everybody should decide for themselves and I mean if you would have been there you would have been able to decide for yourself there were some people who absolutely seemed to love the way that she was dealing with the people who were doing what she didn't want them to do but I personally just didn't like it I didn't enjoy how she was um kind of dealing with this. I I just feel like there could have been like a nicer, like less rude way of doing that. Like, why do you have to be so nasty? Whatever, man. It just wasn't for me. Dang, why did I get off on this accident? Oh, two minutes slower. Okay. Well, it's not that bad. It's not that bad. Whatever. I wasn't paying attention. Gotta get right back on the freaking highway, though. I gotta get right back on the highway mental health facilities that's yeah that's where I need to be anyway um but yeah I I didn't like it so I think that kind of put me off because I'm like here's this woman she's making so much money I could criticize her if I want but you know what she's got the answer like she's got the answers to the keys that I'm seeking even even though I, I will not even say making money on Instagram is not even necessarily a was a goal of mine. So it was a distraction, man. I feel like I guess that's what that the point of that experience for me was that you know, I had been doing pretty darn well in terms of my sense of well-being and just following my inner guidance. Following my inner guidance relentlessly no matter what it seemed like on the outside. Follow that shit. And then I do this just strictly from a mental, intellectual standpoint, like, oh, I should do this. I should do this because if you're a business owner, you should want to learn how to make money on Instagram. You should, you know, that hour should have been spent with affirmations. Oh, this is a big, nice, beautiful field. Sorry, I keep getting distracted. That hour should have been spent doing affirmations. That hour should have been spent or could have been well spent. I don't even like to say the word should. But it could have been well spent telling myself the truth instead of kind of telling myself a lie, like, this is what I need to be happy, you know? Like, I need to learn how to make money on Instagram. It's like, I don't even have a product yet. Like, no. I took good notes. I think the information is going to be useful to me at a later date. And I think the information is going to be useful to somebody else even right now. Right now, I don't think that was the information for me. And it also helped me know how I don't want to operate. Um, I think I'm learning that I just like more of a teaching, soothing kind of tone. And not someone who feels just entitled to speak to someone any kind of way because they're successful in a certain arena. Um And of course, the reviews spoke for themselves. The reviews basically revealed that, you know, all was not well um, in terms of, I mean, all was ultimately well, but that a lot of people didn't really care for her customer service and a lot of people paid for things that they never got. Um, She was pre-selling a lot of content and courses and so um, she, a lot of people may not have even gotten all of what they pay for um some people were very supportive even in their speech towards her but they they were she she wasn't that way towards them or either she just didn't answer them at all and it wasn't everybody the majority of people had great things to say but it wasn't apparent that the majority of people actually had bought something I don't know I went out of my way to look the reviews up because I was like nah man there's got to be something that somebody else like me is seeing and observing that like money is not the only thing that matters like how you treat people matters how you treat people matters too so anyway I, I, I really want to be mindful of the way that I treat people when it comes to business I am a freelancer I do work with clients one-on-one and uh, even though I said I wanted to get into like a product-based business, I definitely don't want to have anything like that be happening. Um, I don't want to overwhelm myself and bite off more than I can chew and and overpromise and under-deliver. So it was just a reminder to me to take things slow when building and just be very aware of the way that I talk to people and treat people because it could always come back around Um, people do talk and that's just not the energy I want to put out there even if nobody talks I just don't want to be that kind of person and that's what this whole spiritual journey has been about like who do I want to be you know what I'm saying like who do I want to show up in the world as and I don't want to show up like that like I don't even want to I don't want to do that so hey whatever works but it didn't work for me um But I also think that people should, well, I also think that I am able to take what I need and leave the rest. But in addition to that, I also believe that I am able to find something perfect because according to my spiritual study, there's gotta be an ethical business person there's got to be something that's good all the way around, right? Why does something have to have something horrible about it just to be successful? Like there's got to be some dark side to everything. I don't I don't want that to be true. There's got to be some kind of downside. I don't want I don't believe that. So, I'm going to continue on as if that's not true. I'm going to continue on as if um I'm going to start training myself to believe that there are ethical, polite you know, real authentic business people who don't treat people like the way that I heard her treating people and it kind of like it shamed me a little bit into silence like I didn't even want to say anything because it seemed like there were so many people agreeing with her I was like dang like that's that's the way y'all do things okay I'll, I won't be coming back I'm already here so I'll take the free class but I'm not going to be coming back anyway um, on the way home on the way home I, I feel good that I got this out um, again the time just passed It's 6 36 p.m. it's now 6 37 when I tell you I always see I always see the time six thirty-six. period I'm always seeing the, let, the, the letters the numbers 636 everywhere I don't know what it means but I keep seeing it I'm taking it as a good sign thanks for getting personal with me thanks for listening to this I hope that you resonated with something I hope that you're excited for the content that's about to come once a month once a week I'm not sure yet i hope you can relate to that too all right guys i'm signing off this is star and you've been listening you've been getting personal with star I'm watching a show right now called Love is Blind on Netflix and I think you can tune into it and watch it. It's still up. If you go to Netflix and you know search for Love is Blind, then you'll find it. Um, it's a show about relationships, a, re- a relationship reality show is like my favorite combination. They are um, put in an experiment where they meet each other in these pods and they only talk they do not see each other and by the end of the first week i believe they have to decide if they're going to propose or be proposed to and say yes or no and then they meet their fiance right after that from then they're engaged they go on a vacation where they're isolated they have no phones and it's only each each of them and then they keep adding in new elements to expose these, this couple to the real world more and more each week. So that's kind of how that progresses, but it just kind of has me thinking. Um, one of the couples, you know, each couple has its challenge, challenges to deal with. One of them, their communication is really off. Um, the other one is an interracial couple. The other one is has a ten year age difference where the woman is older. Um, <clears throat> the other one is, um, you know, they one of the couples seems perfect. Actually, even their parents, each set of parents, got engaged very quickly within months and have, have been married for decades so and they all got along it was just kind of like a picture-perfect situation but one of the couples um, I really like their dynamic um, but you know the the one of the women you know she's very attractive bubbly outgoing fun kind of aggressive forceful uh, brazen I guess is a good word to describe her and she um, doesn't have money. <laughs> she doesn't have the financial security at this point. And it's just really interesting because as I think about myself and, you know, the person who I'm, I don't want to say in love because it's like, it's so cliche when you say it so often it's watered down, but the person who I really love and who I know loves me, I can see us together like I can really see it but I'm in this phase where I'm not I can also see how my life would be even without him just you know the the way I see myself living out in the world I can see that very clearly I'm not quite sure of the path on how to get there Um, but I know if I just keep doing what I'm supposed to be doing then it will change but it's a it's a it's a personal challenge for me just having dealt with having ADHD and having to deal with this prolonged stage of adolescence that I talked about in the last segment and also just you know I mean I've been on my own before it seems like we're meeting each other at when he's up and I'm down in terms of financial um, in terms of the financial so kind of interesting because he always tells me like I wouldn't have liked him if I had met him um, a couple of years ago. He was not the person that he is today. The person that he is today is accomplished, um, ambitious, goal-oriented, and determined, resilient, consistent extremely consistent and just stable just stable in all ways I mean he's got stable friendships relationships he's got um stable goals and he just keeps growing and meanwhile I'm growing and I think he sees that in me but I'm a little bit older than him and I can see how there's been a lot of things that I've started and haven't finished there's been a lot of things I said I was gonna do that I didn't there's been a lot of things that I um, you know I'm looking at London and he's sleeping and he looks so cute <laughs> but there's been a lot of changes that I've gone through that I can clearly see because I've seen how I've lived in three different states and how I've had a sh- many partners, many relationships, and um, that is, we're pretty different in that way. So I, I... I really just think about how important it is for men to know that they're also entering into something long term with someone who. Is stable in certain ways financially I guess is as, as, as well that, that seems to be more and more important for men these days the way it wasn't you know back in the day excuse me for yawning so I'm just thinking about that and I guess where I'm at with it is I have myself to offer and I know that that is a lot not gonna be good or bad, but I have myself to offer, and I know I'm on the brink of having money on a regular basis, consistent and all of that. It may come through some unconventional means but i'm I'm creating new personal laws for myself that's what the affirmations are for in order for me to have it but my my life is just changing so much in terms of that, like I have never. it's hard for me to wrap my mind around the fact that I am creating ways to make money without leaving my house that is still mind-blowing to me even though it is the way of the world and it has been the way of the world for so many people for a while now but last year when I started this journey I was very adamant about creating that for myself and um, the fact that it's happening It blows my mind because I I meet people sometimes who say I've never really worked for anybody else. I've never really had a job and they're bringing in money. The fact that I'm not right now, I'm not going to use that as an excuse to downplay the progress that I've made. Because even if I want to right now in my mind, there's something that's not letting me. And I think that's very important. But I'm wondering if maybe... You know, some of the hesitation that he has is because of that. And that that would be understandable because if you're with someone and we are not official, like we we are officially unofficial, but we're officially like we love each other. And we are really close, so there's a relationship there, but again, it's not conventional, but it's like I think I wanted that too because i wanted I never wanted to feel as constricted and as um forced as I have in the past in a certain relationships and I always wanted the freedom to be myself and I I want that in all ways in all areas of my life which is I think it spills into the career aspect you know tonight I went to a dance class I had a lot of opportunities to meet people who I just saw the possibilities like I see how my life can unfold and how I can be making money doing what I love creating my own rules and yes when you have clients they are kind of like your boss but not having like one centralized location or boss to have to work from or for and it's 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 happening it's like the little the first little you know when you first put a seed in the ground and it breaks open and it has the little tiny um the little tiny spring of a leaf or a root And it hasn't even emerged from the ground yet it's like the name of my company is named after that process and it's like why am I scared sometimes that it's not going to turn out why am I afraid of that sometimes why do I doubt myself still I don't know but it that's changing it really is changing and um, hey if somebody doesn't want me because of the financial situation that I'm in right now <laughs> I mean if they're not willing to wait or just grow with me and see that change happen whatever <laughs> like you know I know who I am I'm still stunned by that. But I know who I am now, so I'm not worried about it. Um, I'm about to go win this $1,000 at this talent show. I know that. That's going to be incredible. It's going to be incredible to win something for a talent that I have. So, our gig got canceled for early next week, so. We are going to... I'm going to have a lot of time to really think about that. I'm going to have a lot of time to really perfect that performance. And how about this, though? Um, My mom's birthday is next month, and I really want to get her something nice. So... Mm -hmm. money money, money, money I've spent so much time talking about it and it seems like when I had that attitude towards money like things weren't happening for me it's almost like I had to experience the ripples that I put out there in terms of money but now I'm creating a new vibe around it yes it has to start right now and I'm very excited to see what unfolds and I've enjoyed this little talk (laughs) just in talking about relationships and you know men don't think the way they used to about money when it comes to relationships so it is something to keep in mind that if I need a moment to myself then I need to take it and I need to acknowledge that you know in this period of recovery for my mother um, where one of us has to be at the house at all times to make sure she doesn't fall um, that that takes more energy than just going off and doing what you need to do without having to always know if someone um, needs you so I I realized that self care is important um, I took care of a lot of things today man I gotta give myself credit I sent my client over a contract now I was guilty I worked with him for a week without one but at least it wasn't a month right and I got an email from the course that I bought um, that has contract and all kinds of great information in it And it reminded me to send that contract. Don't worry about it. Just make sure you soften the tone of it. Um, You soften the tone of it as much as you can. Still make sure that the person understands that, hey, I want this to be a great friendship and a great working relationship. And I want to protect you and me. But hey, that's freelance life. Like, I'm not working without a contract. I'm not going to move forward without some type of agreement on paper and I went through and I'm always periodically going through and simplifying my contract I can say that I'm very happy about my being on top of going through and simplifying it but some stuff it just has to be in there and now it's whittled down and simplified to the point where at this point I need an attorney to now tell me what can go and what needs to stay Um, in this article that was emailed to me it basically said these are the five things and my contract has that but some stuff just has to be spelled out and I've gone through and put so many things in my own words you know me being a writer I love doing it anyway but I was just like hey you know I sent it over electronically like this is how you know I want to do things moving forward is for you as well he's a business owner I mean that's the thing I'm gonna be working with business owner owners who have to deal with contracts all the time they may not um, actually not all business owners do that's one thing but they may not be used to hiring an independent contractor so I have to keep that in mind however I will say I was proud of myself for taking the time to do that then I went to go get my mom some dinner and I went to go get her some vitamins and I went to go get her some meal replacement shakes and Now I'm just sitting in the parking lot of, you know, and, and I'm just sitting in the parking lot, just relishing a moment being out of the house, relishing a moment where I'm not out of the house. Like, okay, I got to make the most use of this time because every time I'm out, I'm preventing someone else from leaving because one of us has to be there for my mother, which I mean, she's pretty cool to like, you know, like she doesn't need much and she's, mostly very vocal about what she needs um without creating a lot of drama around it which is great um one thing i noticed is that when any type of man or male is sick it's like oh my gosh they just become so like oh can i just and it's just like okay just tell me what you want we don't need a lot of story behind it we'll need a lot of like him and hon just tell me what you want so i can do it so i can get back to what i'm doing and when it's time for us to really like i mean i try to make sure that In this period of transition, in this period of revitalization, in this period of just me getting back on my feet, that I'm not treating it like, oh, I got to be so, you know, business-like. No, I mean, I'm in their home, and I have always looked at it that way. Yes, I want things to be comfortable and accommodating for me as well, but at the end of the day, I don't have major expectations I know what I deserve but I also know that no one else has to give that to me and it's up to me to create the kind of life that I want and no one else's responsibility so I'm like you know I we can have conversations we can we don't not everything has to be so transactional and I've, I really wanted to be aware of even when I talked to my father like is it always transactional do like I mean it was kind of making me sad for a period of weeks it seems like We never said anything to each other except to just relay information. And I said, that's actually not the kind of household I wanna live in. Um, I'm pretty sure he doesn't either. I'm pretty sure things work better when there can be some laughter. And even though I don't agree with a lot of what he says and he may not agree with me, we have very different views on things. I just feel like I want to make an effort to make sure there is laughter and softness in the conversation. So that's five minutes of random thoughts. (laughs) I want to thank you for hanging out with me. Listen, this is the first episode of this podcast. We could call it personal. We could say hashtag I give good sesh. (laughs) Sesh with star like a session, you know, sesh short for a session. But um, anyway, I really appreciate you listening. So this is my little outro. I enjoyed you. And I hope you enjoyed me too.